You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes. Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semifinals, all thanks to McDonald's. Maccas, together and loving it. TNCs apply. Sports Day for Kias, EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year, and Lumo SA, Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Yeah, for a good evening. David Wildey and Richard Douglas, Sports Day SA. If you're moving house, use the team that's easy and affordable. We're talking budget car and truck rental, a 132727. Get on the road, uh, get on the road faster, 132727. So welcome, Richard Douglas, for his second night. Hi, Dougie, how are you? David, good, thank you. Thanks for having me back. I wasn't sure if we invited back. But did well, mate, by popular demand. Yeah. Um, and, of course, the big news today looks like Isaac Rankin is coming to Adelaide now. People are saying already, are they paying him too much? Are they giving away too much? I think sometimes where Adelaide's position is, just to be able to attract um, a name like that, they talk about Lacocious, they talk about Rankin. He was pick three. I mean, he's mm. one of the best and apparently one of the best juniors they've ever seen, like down, I mean, you probably saw him in growing up. But uh, what's your thoughts there? Oh, it's good news. Uh, there's no doubt about that. Uh, and you mentioned it's been hard to attract players to the Crows. That's certainly true. Uh, so exciting for Crows fans. Now it's just about getting it done, isn't it? So. Um, how much is too much? I think uh, certainly first rounder you'd have to. Yeah, he was, he was first a first rounder plus. So, uh, but I think what you're getting, you're getting ten years of X factor, aren't you? So we know we're getting, we're getting that. We've seen glimpses. I'd like to. Think, this year was a lot better. Yeah, I'd like to think he's going to get obviously more consistent impact games a lot more as as time goes on. So it's exactly what the club needs. Uh, now it's about how much. So yeah, and I reckon Darren Burgess could get a bit fitter too. It's all you know, get yourself fitter. Look at. Bogarty this year and a few others have, you know, finally found a bit of fitness and they're, they're playing a lot better. So, no, I'm with you. I, the money to me doesn't mean no, a thing. Doesn't what does it matter? matter? He gets a bit no. more than – if that's what he can attract, that's what he gets. And we only have to look back to Eddie Betts when we signed Eddie. The, and they winched said about far the 500. Much and, you know, we know what Eddie done for not just the Crows but the state of footy. So, um, Isaac, uh, good young man, excellent talent, and uh, let's get it done. Now, Dougie, I had a couple of people say today, gee, you've got Richard Douglas on. You haven't even asked him about the camp. Well, we had Port Adelaide's end of year and Crow's end of year, and we discussed that and where they are, are the showdown and that. But uh, I did ask you, I said I'm not going to grill you, but I did want to ask a few things because we've had Bryce Gibbs, who I thought was neutral in the camp. It was, certainly wasn't harsh. We had Jenkins and uh, Betts that were scathing and Sloan and Walker that felt they got a lot out of it. Can I just start that Blighty's always wanted to know this bit about the councillor. When did the counselling bit was that? That was before you went up for the camp. Was in Adelaide. Is that the phone call? With just the, a phone call, yeah, was it? Yeah, there was a phone so call. So what happened there? Well, I guess the phone call was just to get an insight into your history and your background and what makes you tick. I guess. Uh, so some players probably offered a lot. They shared a lot, and some guys maybe withheld a little bit of information. And that I think uh, was, you know, we thought that was in a bit of confidence, and that then was brought up in uh, on the camp. But which, did they ask you? 
what burns or what hurts you. I mean, that, do they they needed a bit of ammo, don't they? Not just uh, yeah, so what we your childhood a, was like. Yeah, we talked a bit about footy in the grand final and what happened and what were your emotions with the grand final. And then they talked a little bit about growing up and your experiences. And, and I guess that's where some of the guys that were um, really hurt by it probably Is shared it some things that back. perhaps that they thought was in confidence or if they had their time again, they certainly wouldn't have shared. So um, I understand that was certainly disappointing and that should never have happened. Did you feel at ease though, what, over the phone that seemed... Just yeah, quite, it seemed right. quite innocent. You know, it was just a general chat, um, which I think with who we thought was perhaps a psychologist. I'm not sure it was. They were from Collective Minds. From eh? Collective Minds. I'm not sure they were had any qualifications in in that regard. Uh, I may I may be wrong there, but um, I guess in hindsight that uh, we you know that conversation um, you know probably shouldn't have happened, or, and, and we thought it was in in confidence and wasn't going to be certainly dug up and, and rehashed. Um, under you know physical fatigue. So can you, you recall, Dougie, when you had this uh, whatever exercise it was, when everyone's chanting, can you recall anything you said in that conversation? They threw back at you in your in your part when you had to do whatever you had to do. Yeah, quite possibly. Yeah, more, mine was more footy related. A lot of the feedback that I was given, particularly about performance, grand final day, and that sort of stuff. Um, like your week as water or something, yeah, trying to rev you up, and you had a rubbish game and all that sort of stuff, which I probably I knew anyway. So um, <laughs> that was that wasn't didn't hurt uh, you too much. Yeah, that was all water off a duck's back. But um, I certainly understand, you know, Eddie and Josh and those guys that were deeply affected by you know really traumatic things that happened in their childhood. You know that I can never understand or understand. Why? I've never been in that situation. That certainly was very hurtful for them. So I now, certainly understand that and. You know, regretfully that that happened. Just to clarify things, you were in the same group as Jenkins and Betts and Walker and, and Sloan, all in the more yeah, the senior, there's, there's senior ten, guys. Ten senior players in that, and, and two coaches as, as and well as I can remember. Four, I remember, years, four I mean, years ago, David. Yeah, I know. And and as I said, what have you? Yeah. We're not trying to delve no. down. But Sloaney reckons he didn't hear really anything like um, what Eddie's come out. What are your recollections of the? You think this is stupid exercise or or? Yeah, well. With a, with a about, knife and the people holding people down, that type of thing. It's funny, isn't it? Like you've been obviously part of a football club and it's on. It's not until you reflect down the track where you probably think, gee, that was pretty strange or we shouldn't have, or shouldn't have done that. Or, you know, I, I do regret saying some certain things that I said to some teammates that I wouldn't normally say in the light but of day. But you were told basically the same Well, that, I guess or? you just get caught up in the emotion of things. You know what it's like when you're in a team. Like a rah, rah, rah. Yeah, thing, you're in yeah. a team environment and you're in the moment and you're – Everyone's buying into it, and we all bought into it yeah. because that's what you do in a footy club. You, 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 as strange as it felt, um, it also felt very, we felt felt very connected at that moment because we we're involved and we we're uh, participating in it, and we believe that this was going to make us better. Um, and it wasn't until afterwards we understood how much hurt that was caused when players probably reflected upon it, um, and we and you know how poorly it was um, organised and. Um, the execution of it was really poor, and but that came more rapidly when you first. Left, well, you what happened two... happened, and when we left, I know when we left, we all thought we we're in a good place and it was going to improve us. And everyone, I think, when we left, had positive things to say. But we were in a little bubble at that time, and we'd just been in a camp for three yeah. days. We'd been cut off from the outside world, and you know what it's like when you're fatigued, you're hungry, um, you're in a bit of a state where yeah. you're just connected as a group, and it felt really. Right, but then when we, we from that moment went away in a four-day break, and we went, everyone had a little bit of a holiday, and I think uh, 
you know, reflected upon what had happened. And when we got back to the club, guys sort of, um, I think, uh, probably regretted saying some things, as I did, and things felt a bit awkward and a bit weird, and some guys were started to feel a bit hurt and disappointed and let down from what had happened. Were you sworn camp. to secrecy, like, from we, the actual yeah, overall camp? Yeah, funny. I remember an example where we were all, yeah, told and rehearsed sort of answers when our wife would ask us or partners and family, you know, what was the camp like? What did you get up to? Just generally as they'd ask right. when you've been away for three days and they encouraged us to, you know, play so with a straight bat and all that. Well, not so much no. as positive, but just don't really, get into um, it. you know, covered too much of it because it's a unique sort of experience that they run that uh, I guess they don't want other companies to maybe pick up or, or use. Um, so, yeah, I didn't I didn't discuss anything with my wife at the time and um, she said, look, we're going on a bit of a four-day break down to Byron Bay, just south of the Gold Coast. If we don't talk, it's going to be a bit awkward. So, you know, drop the guard, drop the front and, yeah, I discussed mm. a little bit, but I certainly didn't go into any depth and I never really did with her and still to this day. When did it – when you got back to Adelaide and training – and we've heard a couple of people say it was brought up in general discussion with all the players that they weren't happy with a few things. I think Josh Jenkins in his statement he read said he came out and and said this is this is rubbish. Like he and he was hosed down and they tried to to hush it up. I suppose they didn't want anything more about the camp. Just move on for the footy season. Do you do you recall that at all when it, anything of the camp was brought up after? Yeah, uh, it cost it cost us a lot of turmoil. There's no doubt about that. Through particularly. 18, a lot of leadership meetings were talking about the camp. and um, You think players lost, lost we... some trust in other players? Uh, yeah, it, it, it broke the group up. For me, the, the way it was handled, you know, internally and, and you know, obviously it's big news externally. Um, and when you're in Adelaide, it's it's hard to escape. Uh, but the way we handled it as a as a whole, obviously we all know it was poor, as a, as a group of uh, young men, it was really poor. We didn't support our teammates enough, um, and it did divide the group. And that was the most disappointing thing, because I still felt in 18 we had the, the, team. the cattle to get back to the top. Obviously, we had a, such a disappointing day in 17, but nothing had changed. I think we'd lost Jake Lever. That might have been it. Charlie Cameron, too? Charlie Cameron. Yeah. Um, but you started but, well, but too. Yeah, we were, we were good enough to still push for a top four, but anyway, that didn't happen. And, and for me, that's my, the most disappointing thing that's happened from that whole experience is with the fact that it impacted on us as, as a playing group. It's all come back to this one exercise, but there were good things, so I believe, and I, I wasn't there, but I believe there were there's another exercise we told each other the really good things about each other, what you like about your teammates too. Oh, yeah, there were some absolutely positive things that happened on the camp, you know. Obviously, you know, the negative and the stuff – you know, that's what people want to hear about, and that's what um, while we're still talking about it. But there were some fantastic things. You know, we a lot of positive affirmations, and we we got up and I think Rory's talked about it where we'd honour blokes, so we'd put them in a sit in a chair in front of everyone, and you'd tell them what you love about them. And as men, not often in a footy club, you, you say that say that stuff. So that was really powerful, um, and that was a fantastic thing that we did. But over, um, unfortunately, that was overshadowed by a lot of the negative stuff. So just to sum up, you. When you left the camp, you thought it was okay, but looking back, it could have been fixed up when they got when a few cracks started to appear. It should have been quickly sorted out rather than letting things fester. Oh, no doubt. I think if we uh, if we knew that this would still be talked about in four years' time, we probably didn't understand the enormity of what had happened and the hurt that individuals felt. Um, and they, over time, I think that probably 
built in them and it stirred up emotions oh, yeah, and over yeah. time that grew with them. So at the you know, four days post the camp when we come back together, they maybe were starting to feel not sure I felt comfortable with that. And over time throughout the year that certainly grew and become bigger and bigger. Um, and we weren't able to control it or deal with it. Just quickly tell me your thoughts on the stance because it certainly worked, you know, when you come out the really strong stance uh, before the grand final. Up until then, it worked beautifully. But um, did you feel it made you any bigger and stronger? <laughs> what was your own thoughts? What's Richard Douglas's thoughts when you're standing there with a arm, well, not arm and arm, but, you know, with the arms out and yeah, flexed and all I, that? One of those things, again, that, you know, as a team, you commit to it. We decided that it was a it. good thing. Um, you know, come from that Ronaldo sort of power stance before a penalty. Um, it worked for the first two finals, we felt. Um, if we won the grand final, we would have said it worked. So, unfortunately, we lost and it didn't. And now, you know, it looks a bit silly, but just one of those things in life that you, you do and mm. didn't work out. So, just to end this, and I'm glad you've, you've been very honest, that you haven't had any lingering effects of this camp. Some people have said, look, it... it I mean, it came out of the blue because of Eddie's book. That's what started the whole chapter, which he mm. described it all. And then Josh Jenkins added to it. So, But it's been so many different stories. Some seemed to get a positive experience, some didn't. And you've been okay overall? Okay. Yeah, I've been okay. I mean, I think the reality is that Josh and Eddie, as far as we know now, the only they've been hurt by the camp and, and what happened post that. So we support them guys, acknowledge that errors were made. Um, you know, the footy clubs apologised number of times people have been moved on from positions um you know other guys had a good experience some guys had a you know whatever sort of experience in or there um but as a whole we got it wrong do you reckon the players knew that eddie was as hurt as much as come out now at the time when you're still playing footy uh no i don't no. think so i think he shared that he was hurt but to the extent he didn't know yeah. not to that extent. And it's hard to understand because when you're talking about um, his history, we didn't completely know the depths of that no. and, and the, the, the cultural things that were offensive. We yeah. don't. We're still trying to educate ourselves yeah. on that. So we didn't understand, regrettably, but we should have had those conversations to understand and, and really support him to greater depth. So that's a regret of mine personally and I'm, I know of others that were on the cam that, that we didn't yeah. do. Um, so it's not... It's about the, the players as well. There's regrets from the players that we didn't support each other well yeah, enough. Fair enough. Uh, one last one. Mark Rusciuto's copped a lot of flack, arguably the greatest ever crow with McLeod. Um, you surprised that, you know, you know Rue well. He puts his heart and soul into it. He's a great player and he does his job for nothing. Um, there were particular sections of Melbourne trying to get him out, trying to blame him. It might, I mean, Birdman's gone, Pike's gone, uh, CEO's gone. Um, Mark Rusciuto there, I don't think he'd know. He wouldn't have known. You didn't even know the ins and outs going into it, did you? Mm. You weren't 100% sure what you are in for. No, we had no idea. No idea. We, so how, how would, well, how would yeah, he? I guess that externally people say he's you know, in charge of the football program. He's on the board. They should be across everything that happened. But um, as far as we all knew, we're going on a pretty stock standard Camp. We'd, Don we'd done some, didn't even know yeah, did we'd done some work with Collective Minds before and we trusted their program yeah. and we were all in. Um, but yeah, things were, you know, probably went a bit far. But in terms of that, like, that's just, you know, he's, uh, that's the Melbourne media. They like to target and they go for the top. So there's no one that, you know, loves and is passionate about the Adelaide Crows more than Rue. So um, I'm sure he's. Um, he was hurt and, by it. Yeah. Really, and I've never seen him hurt. But, yeah. Um, 
Um, We're big supporters of Rue here, Roddy and I. So. <laughs> oh, he's passionate about the club and he hates all the negativity and you know the comments that have been made about the club. So I completely understand that. Um, but you know, I'm sure that will never happen again at the Adelaide, Adelaide Footy Club. And you know, that camp's probably <laughs> will keep it uh, more local next. I really time. appreciate your thoughts because I mean, there's so many different thoughts. And what you're right, you don't know how much Eddie's hurting or Josh Jenkins were there child or background until later it comes out, but it's just been so mixed the reaction. And as I said, a few neutral, some liked it, some didn't like it. Yeah, so. and I think it must be said, as a past player and the guys that are no longer at the club, I really feel for Matthew Nix, Tim Silvers. Having um, to deal with this now. You know, and the whole footy club that are still dealing with this, I think it's got nothing to do with them. Obviously, Tex and Sloane are still at the footy club and they you couldn't get made any one more that – Loves the footy club, you know, more than Texan Sloney and would do anything yeah. for their players and um, the club. Um, and the attacks that were on them, I just think was ridiculous. Um, the, the way they treat each individual at the footy club, there couldn't be any more love and respect. Yeah. I know Texas had his troubles before and mistakes made, but what he does for every player on that list is just unbelievable. Um so they've, they've been fantastic in this. And I just feel that, you know, it's 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 well and truly time to move yeah. on. I think everyone has moved on, thankfully. But we're all sick of it. Um, but but I am glad, it, but I'm, I'm glad you put your opinion across. Yeah, absolutely. So for the boys now, it's uh, it's all time to move on. and Go forward. Blue skies ahead. Well done, Dougie. Uh, Lumo SA, Aussie owned with residential electricity plans made for South Australia. It was very interesting with Richard Douglas there. We're going to take a break. Uh, not far away is Jacob Surgeon. North Adelaide finished on top for the first time since 1989. Sports Day for Kias, EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. And Lumo SA, Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Sports Day for Kias, EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. And Lumo SA, Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Uh, Dougie and Wilds, uh, Sports Day SA for Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. Thanking Australia for making Polaris Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand for 21 years in a row. Um, let's quickly take a call from Troy. Hello, Troy. How you going, David? How you going, Dougie? Troy, good, mate. How are you? Good. Yeah, good, buddy. Hey, um, David, get off the bloke. The camp's all over and done with. <laughs> yeah, I know, Troy, but we've just got to get well, another. Well, yeah. I thought he handled himself very well. Just wanted to get a different opinion, that's all, rather than being one-sided. And uh, I thought he, yeah, he said he said what he thought. Well, it wasn't too hard on him, was it, Troy? It's like what we... Oh, no, no, you were very nice to him. I'd, I'd hate to think what would happen if Malcolm was there. Oh, my God. Um, hey. <laughs> <laughs> Well, yeah, no, well said, Dougie. Um, I've heard, now, David, you know I like me footy and everything like that, albeit you know, somebody cut me off Saturday night, but that's another issue. Um, free, free shot, free hit, Richard. Um, uh, knowing a little bit of your history, I don't think you'd agree with it, but you, do you think it's a bit of a cop-out, you know, clubs, well, not clubs, but people and fans and that saying, oh, this is a free shot. In my interpretation, that means, oh, if we lose, it doesn't really matter. What's your opinion on that, Rich? In regards to the... I mean, free shot of the finals or... Well, whether it's a free shot or a free hit, 
Yeah, yeah, in the finals, like the bottom uh, four. Okay, oh, I got you. Yeah, thanks, yeah. Uh, Troy. Uh, no, obviously, once you when you're there, you're there to win it. So um, it's like saying you, someone they say you got nothing, nothing to, lose. to lose. Well, you have. You yeah, got the you game s- to lose, haven't you? Yeah. Um, I understand what they're trying to say, but you know, if if they lose first final, like for Brisbane, for example, that's not a free shot for them. There's a lot of heat on them as a footy club, so they need to. Uh, win their first final at very least. But uh, Fremantle have been in the top four all year, so they've sort of dropped out. That would be disappointing if they lost their first final. So free hit, uh, maybe for the Bulldogs, that's probably the only free hit. But in saying that, you're there to win it. So let's you'd be doing yeah. everything you can to win it. Thanks for that, uh, Troy. I spoke to Jared Healy today about the All-Australian side. Josh Dacos has got in the squad, mm. but not Nick. And he said, well, the reason was they have a rating system and – where Nick plays, it had four or five guys in defence that were actually had more numbers in doing this and that. Whereas Josh has played mainly on the wing. Yeah, they well, said his numbers were through the roof. So that's the reason he got in. Well, yeah. I watched uh, Nick against the Crows and he wasn't a half back. He was through the midfield oh, and he had an absolute blindness. In the so. wet. In the air. Yeah, 40 and three. So, um, Thoughts on Laddie. Will he, will he make it? Will he not? That might be my Tuesday true or false. Look, I think Roy Laird probably won't only because he's not in a high-powered club like some. If you look at an Oliver Petrarca, Cripps, these sort of all great footballers, but if you look at Laird's stats, they they are very, very similar. But I I think you had a had an idea, make him the super sub. Yeah, put him as <laughs> the, the super extra. sub. But I've just gone through the squad. So we've got Petrarca, Oliver, Cook Miller, Angus Brayshaw potentially ahead of him. Uh, who else did I have? And uh, well, there's there's enough there. Lockie Neal. Lockie, Lockie Neal. Neal. Yeah. So you're probably playing three mids. You're playing one at least on the half forward flank, and probably two to three on the bench. So there's possibility for six or seven midfielders to be in the in the team. So he'd be he'd be right there. He'd be could be the last one picked. Yeah, I, I I think it does in those situations, though. Um, it comes down to they, – they are more fancy, aren't they? When, mm. you, when you talk about Petrarca and Oliver, they, they certainly are. So, And I thought Dawson a little bit unlucky, too, Dougie, not to get in the in the squad. But um, when you look at the guys in the squad, it's it's a very good squad. Yeah, well, that's the thing, is that We always – he was stiff, he was stiff. But who do you take? Yeah, that's, that's the question. 44 players you'd love to have at your footy club. There's no doubt about that. Who's your um, very? Oh, we might come back to that because uh, expert car service book online at repcoservice.com. We're going to take a break. On the other side, North Adelaide coach will join us. We're talking one and only Jacob Surgeon. Sports day for Kias EV6 and Sportage cars of the year, and Lumo SA Aussie owned, made for South Australia. Welcome back to Sports Day SA. Richard Douglas and David Wildey for weeks. Weeks Homes Discover Different. And also Tire Power. Think safety this August. Get the five-minute tire safety check at your local Tire Power. Well, Dougie, North Adelaide have been pretty good this year on top of the tree. Lost their last game, but it didn't matter. It didn't make any difference. They've got the week's rest, and, and that can prove critical at times. It can. No, it's a massive advantage, isn't it, in the SNFL to get that week off and uh, or straight into a qualifying final and one win away from a grand final. So... Big uh, big week for the coach who's going to join us in a second to sit back and enjoy a couple of games of footy and scout, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, I think the most positive guy in footy, I've always thought that. Jacob Surgeon. Uh, Serge, how are you, mate? Well done. Hey, guys. Thank you. Thanks for having me on the show. I really appreciate it. 
Now, just a slip, slip up or a hiccup in the last round. You've still secured minor premierships. Dirt got you last week. Um, what'd you make of that? Yeah, oh, well, Sturt was fantastic. Um, I thought, you know, they, their contest stuff around the ball was really good. Um, there was a there was a pretty decent mud pitch in the in the middle of the oval as well, which which didn't help. But um, no, nah, you know, Sturt were very good. Um, I thought we played a little bit below of um, of the way we went went about our football, but um, you live and you learn from your experiences. And like I said to the guys at the end of the game, yeah, yeah it wasn't a, a great day for us, but um, you know, we put ourselves in a position um, where we can compete to hopefully play. Well, playing finals but hopefully contend to play in, in a grand final this year so um, you know I think we're right around the mark and um, you know fortunate for us um, the Crows just went down to Port Adelaide my old mob uh, did me a favour and um, yeah very <laughs> um, very lucky to get that week off so um, it's uh, what a fantastic um, competition knowing that you know the last you know two or three minutes was going to decide who was going to finish on top or not so I'm um, just fortunate enough that it was North Adelaide. It's been so even. We see West Adelaide knock off Nord. They ran you the previous week. But to finish 13-4, that's more than a solid year, isn't it? It's a great year. Um, oh, yeah, it's, it's a really good year. I think it, just for the fact, because um, I don't think a lot of people um, uh, had, us, had us playing finals this year as well. I think a lot of journalists, and it's been well documented um, with all the losses and all the ins and outs that we had, um, didn't think that we were going to be where we are. Um, so that's that's satisfying to prove those people wrong. But our guys know that they're on a little bit of a mission to um, just make sure that they're earning some respect around the competition. Um, and and their attitude has been fantastic all year. So um, I'm really looking forward to, to getting out there and um, seeing what the boys can do in the next, um, hopefully, three three or four weeks. Yeah, Serge, mate, fantastic year again. Well done. Obviously not over yet, but two games between you and Sturt at the end of the season. It's incredibly tight, isn't it, the top five? It's going to be... Fantastic final series. How important for you was it to uh, finish on top and get that week off? Or is it a bit of a hindrance given that if you win that first final that you got another week off after that? Yeah, no, we we were pretty... Uh, I reckon we... So we played Woodville a couple of years ago in the grand final and we had that week off in between. And um, the lessons I've learned from that, um, from that week off is to try to freshen up the boys. I think we did like a 14 or 15K session on that Saturday and... Um, and uh, and we really smashed the boys, and I, and I felt like yeah we started well, but we were probably went we were probably a bit cooked by the by the end of the game, and you know and Woodville were fantastic that day. So I've sort of taken a little bit of a different approach this year. We're still going to work the guys pretty hard um, tomorrow night, and then on on Friday um, Friday night we'll probably get another seven or eight k session in, but it's going to be more just ball ball work and, and skill based stuff instead of a bit of bash and crash. So we're going to go down the path of and doing a little bit of game style type running. And just um, give the boys the weekend off. Our reserves play um, on Saturday at Prospect Oval, so we'll get there and watch that at one thirty. Um, and then, yeah, we'll basically give the boys the weekend off and freshen them up, ready to go for Monday. Uh, and Adelaide Oval, obviously fantastic. The boys get to play on there throughout the final series. How do you see that impacting on the top five? Obviously, a bigger ground, better conditions um, on uh, the Adelaide Oval. Do you see that uh, suiting you guys coming uh, September? Well, we'd like to think it's too tough. We like playing on a, a, a big oval and getting out into space and running. So we definitely want to use that to our advantage. Um, but it, it's just a fantastic um, oval to play at. I, I know our guys get a real buzz out of it when, whenever you get to play there. Um, it's a brilliant oval. And um, our guys are really looking forward to getting out there. Um, whoever it is, I think it'll be either against the Crows or Nord, who 
We're all playing really good footy, so um, we'll go to the footy on Sunday with my coaching group. We'll watch both games, um, the Sturt and Glenelg game, which will be an absolute ripper. Two gun coaches who have, um, you know, obviously Marty's been uh, back-to-back premiership coach and Brett Hand was there uh, last year in his first year. So um, it's going to be a fantastic final series. So, yeah, I'll just go down there with my coaching staff, take a few notes, watch, some, watch and see what they're doing and prepare as best we can. Well, I was there a couple of weeks ago, maybe three or four weeks ago now, Serge. You beat the Eagles and, and beat them well and really impressed with the way you guys played. Um, number 23, my old number, Nigel Lockyer, he looks a classy player. Um, how'd you pick him up and what's his background? Yeah, nice. So Nigel's part of the Red Tails program out of Alice Springs. So the Red Tail program, they promote these, uh, will promote young Indigenous uh, males and females to, to, to the SNFL clubs and um, ourselves and South Adelaide are in, involved in their program. So they ha- South Adelaide um, take a couple of kids. We take some guys. Um, and Nigel last year came down with a couple of other guys and um, played in a practice match for us. And um, and uh, Nigel Nigel wanted to stay in Alice Springs last season. So we sort of worked with Nigel throughout that throughout the season to come down and play um, sporadically with us. I think he played six or seven games um, throughout the season. Um, but the whole idea was getting Nigel, getting him work, getting him settled down here, getting him comfortable so then, you know, he could really thrive in, in an SNFL environment. And that's exactly what's happened. With, he's working as an SSO worker at Ross Trevor at the moment with the young Indigenous boys in the boarding house who are, who are living there. Um, and he comes and trains with us, um, you know, after, after he's finished work. And then we'll go back to the boarding house and, and hang out with these kids for a while. So um, he's, an, he's a fantastic example about chasing your dream. And, um, and he's done that from Alice Springs. And um, he's been nothing but superb for us this year. He's really grown his game um, to the fact where, you know, that we've had six, seven, eight AFL clubs contact us in regards to um, his, his game. So um, he, he's been fantastic. And he's a real uh, leader of young Indigenous men. Um, Serge, averaging just under, what is it, 65 points uh, against this year. You must be pretty pleased with how your defence is stacked up. Is that something you've really worked on this year, given how you finished last year? Uh, I, yeah, it is. Um, we, we, know, we know that you need to be able to score to win as well. And I think we're the second um, second highest scoring team behind the Crows in the SNFL. And I think we're in either the top three or four um, for scores against. So mm. um, we definitely set ourselves goals to be in that top four, and that's going to give you the best chance of try- of winning a premiership, we think. So um, we put a lot of time and effort into our defensive structures and how we want to set up um, behind the ball and, and in front of the ball as well. That's really important these days, and, and especially what we do around stoppage. So um, we put a lot of time and effort and emphasis in that over the preseason, but um, still... As as Andrew Jarman would always like to say to me, you've got to be able to score to win. So we um sure. we make sure that um that we really practice our offensive offensive methods and, and structures and um and stuff like that, so we can kick a winning score. Yeah, it was something I was lucky enough to spend two years at Nord just recently, and I was quite surprised by the level of detail that coaches go into at Sanford level with defence. And I'm sure you're the same, but we're incredibly lucky, and I'm sure you would agree at the Sanford. We're blessed with such good coaching. It's um you must learn a lot from the other coaches running around. Oh, you're 100% correct there, Dougie. Um, you know, Jade Rawlings at Nord, uh, he's, he's fantastic. Um, learning so much of him. Like, we have a really good connection, really good relationship where we talk um, very often along with Jay Sheedy. Um, he's been outstanding as well. Like, we've, we've we've done the state program together in the last couple of years and we've grown really closely and, and we talk about footy and, and life and kids and all that other stuff. So, you know, Brett Hanscom's to come out of the AFL um, 
AFL program at GWS. Um, you know, Gotchi unfortunately has just been let go by by West Adelaide, but he's you know, he coached me at Port Adelaide for a couple of years, and I think he's been 14 or 15 years as a senior coach. And um, and obviously Marty Matten has been in the AFL system as a player and coach, and, and coached Sturt to a couple of premierships. So we're really fortunate to have a a wealth of knowledge in our competition and, um, you know, going up against the two AFL clubs in Port Adelaide and the Crows, you've got to make sure that you, you step up your game and you make and you make sure that you're um, either in line with where the game is at tactically right now or you're actually trying to go past mm. it and get better. So um, it's a fantastic competition to learn your craft and that's one thing that I've um, I've probably really learned since taking over the head coaching role in the last three years. You know, I've changed from my first year to where I am now in regards to my coaching mm. and the way I go about it with the players and stuff like that. And, and this year has been um, this year has been a great growth season for me, and I'm I'm really looking forward to continuing my role at North Adelaide for the the next three seasons. Anyway, Jacob Surgeon, our guest, uh, Surge, to win a flag, you need a bit of luck, but my, most importantly, you need fresh players and all hands on deck. Uh, Jake, Pat Moore's out. The uh, boys, I think you're saying, is playing in the reserves. Have you got the majority of your squad? They got the players you want and and ready to go. Yeah, we do, mate. Um, unfortunately, Patsy Ed in the first five minutes of the quarter on the weekend um, just did a little grade one hammy, so he's not as bad as we we maybe thought. So um, he'll probably be right to go if we get to the grand final on grand final day. So we'll give him every opportunity. He's been a real pillar for us down back, along with Alex Spiner and, and Harrison Magor and, and Cam Craig. And uh, you know, he's 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 had a fantastic season. So and Kimmy LaVoice is coming off a hammy. So this will be um, if he plays in the reserves this weekend on Saturday, it'll be his third game back. So he's starting to hit some form. He's starting to look fast again, and he's using the ball really well. So we'll give him every opportunity to get himself up and play in the next week or two. And um, Apart from that, everyone else is sort of fit and firing, mate. It's just that time of year when a few mm. of the older boys, as Dougie would know last year, get a few niggles and uh, you just need that little bit of extra time. So, um, no, nah, we're, we're looking forward to, to, to cracking in and getting into a really strong final series. The sample's been cut the bone, yet you put on a terrific um, spectacle every year. The grand finals are great. The During the week, it's great too, during the minor round. We're seeing the women get $30,000, $40,000 now for, for playing 10 games. Do you, do you think it's time now? Now we're pretty well out of COVID, to up the ante and, and give a bit of financial reward to back to some of the players? I know it's not all about money, Serge, but they're still putting in an awful lot of time to play the game. Yeah, I agree. I think the SNFL will do the right thing. Obviously, you know, there's been crowds back at Adelaide Oval, which is um, which I think is part of the reason why, obviously, all that sort of stuff got cut in the last two years with COVID. But um, I, I think everything will start to generally flow back up um, as society sort of gets on with uh, with with the pandemic and, and start to live their lives again, so um, I'm, I'm sure things will start um, start going north for us again, which would be good. Um, but you know, like you said, the, the players definitely need to um, probably get a little bit more in their pockets. You know, they don't do it for the money, but you know, for the time and effort of the guys, you know, who are working from you know nine to five every day and then slog themselves in the preseason for another, you know two or three hours after that, it's it's a huge commitment. And that's three times a week. And um, you know, I remember mm. when I was with Kari in 2018, like our guys in the preseason were doing four or five days a week. Um, sure. And they would do a training on the Monday and then do weights and craft on the Tuesday, back to training Wednesday and then weights Thursday, Friday off and then into a Saturday morning session. So um, the times have changed. Um, we sort of had to reduce our program from that four or five days a week to three days a week and cram everything in. Um, sometimes it's not great for the players. They have to spend that, you know, extra hour or so around the club, but we get it done. Um, we think we run a really professional system at the Roosters. Um, we do everything together, which is, I think, really important. And, um, 
I've fingers crossed that you know the the salary cap and and everything is going to go up um, you know in this year and next year. So um, it'd be it'd be good for the players and for for everyone else to, to make sure that we keep attracting more talent into the SNFL. Thanks for the chat, Serge. Good luck. Uh, put your feet up this week, but be ready the next week for the the big final. Looking forward to it. Beautiful. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you having me on the show. North Adelaide Thanks, coach sir. there, Jacob Surgeon, Australia's most wanted the care, EV6 and Kia Sportage cars a year. It's a good competition, isn't it? You played in it last year. It is a very strong competition, and they get paid peanuts, most of the yeah, guys. Yeah, they do. Unfortunately, that's just the, what it is at the moment. But we, They're going to bump it up, though. We, they do. They certainly do. And it's been great to see some players come out of the AFL system back into the sample to, uh, you to know, bolster it. bolster it, give it some real credibility. But now we're seeing, and we've seen it for a number of years, young players from interstate that have missed the draft coming over to try and, you know, pursue their career to get back into the AFL system. But now what we're seeing is coaches that have exited the AFL system yeah. coming into, you know, Jade Rawlings, these types, Mickey Godden's Van of the Crows doing a fantastic job. Um, so that's giving us some real credibility now that coaches are coming over and, and looking to apply their craft to get back into the AFL system. Yeah. So it's, it's a fantastic competition. Um, and anyone in that five, I think, this year can win it, really. Looking at the table, as it's I mentioned, open, two games it? between North and, and Sturt, and obviously Sturt knocking off North on the weekend. So it's going to be a hell of a final series, and uh, let's hope the, you know, the supporters get behind it, as I'm sure they will, and we can pack out uh, Adelaide Oval. Yeah, sad here about Brad Gott. Surprise out there last month has been outstanding. Our guest there, Jacob Surgeon. Sports Day for Kias, EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year. And Lumo SA, Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Richard Douglas and David Wildey, Sports Day SA for weeks. Weeks homes to discover, to discover different. Uh, time now, this is a bit of fun, Dougie. We play True or False on the Tuesday. Boys. You would have heard it uh, with Blight. He always tries to set me up for Adelaide Auto 4x4. 15% off first purchase. You can start. You can get the, right. you can over the batting. I'll stay with a... All right, no one will make the or no one can win the premiership outside the top four of the AFL this year. Good sides outside the top four, but I, I still think Melbourne and Geelong are just a cut above the rest. So I'm saying that is true. true. No one can win it from outside. Yeah, yeah good I question. There. I mean, you got Richmond and Frio. You got some some good teams there, haven't you? Brisbane, but uh, I, no, I think it'll be out of the top four and probably more out of the top two. Um, true or false? Rory Laird will make the final All-Australian 22. Uh, false for me. Mm. Uh, Sad, he'll, isn't it? He'll be the sub. He'll be the sub. He'll be a good sub. <laughs> Little fella, no, come on. I, I just, I would think numbers-wise, absolutely stacks up. But I think they just look at the other guys that got in there. Petrarca, Oliver, yeah. um, who got... Oh, so their, name, I don't their think names are better than... Which I... His numbers are just as good, if not better, than some of theirs. What will get him? They'll look at disposal efficiency, and I think that might just get him. Let's push for super sub. We'll put him as a sub <laughs> lady in the All-Australian sub let's, second time. Yeah, let's get him in there. Um, I'm going to throw this one out there because I'd love for this to happen, but the Crows will get both Rankin and Jason Horn francis come trade period. Well, I think it, that's false. They'll certainly get Rankin. That's basically confirmed today. Um, Horn francis I reckon now that Clarkson's there, he might stay. Uh, Clarko might keep him over there. It'd be nice to have them both, wouldn't it? A big-bodied midfielder and a smart forward. Exactly. I'd be going harder at Horn Francis than Rankin, personally, but um, because that's what they need more than Rankin, yeah. I think. But got, at least at least they, they've got Dawson one year, picked up Rochelle, 
they got Rankin, they can lure another player. I you like what him. they're doing. Yeah, and I, I know they're paying overs, but but so what? They've got to get some talent in there. Um, and one for you, Matt Crouch will not beat Adelaide Crows in 2023. Yeah, that's uh, that's true. Uh, that that will not happen. Or well, that will happen. He won't be there. He will not be at the Crows. And neither should he be the way he's been treated, I don't think. Yeah. I would absolutely. say. And absolutely if he right. wants to play league footy, he's got to go somewhere else. No doubt. You got one more? One for, me, one for me. Carlton, I'll just go back a step to go forward. Carlton will finish top four next year. That's true-ish, as Malcolm would say. I think I think they've put the pillars down there under Michael Voss. They could easily finish top four this year. Their last... Uh, Three or four weeks, they lost two by a kick in the last you know, last minute and, and the Crows beat them. So, yeah, I think it's a, a good possibility. And one last one for you. Um, two first-rounders is too much to give Fizak rank and he's coming here. Two first-rounders, is that, or is that what you have to pay? Oh, that's, that's, uh, that's true. That's too much. Too much, me. but I, I think, think it's too much. Yeah, maybe a, the first round and... Maybe the issue is they've round. got no one to give up, I don't think. That that would be nice if they could give a... A, a player. A player and a first and a, a, you know, second or third. But two firsts, when you're rebuilding, when you've committed to a rebuild, I just think that's too much. No, I tend to agree. But I think where Adelaide are, they have to get talented in, and he's certainly talented. Adelaide Auto 4x4, get 15% off your first purchase until September 30. And if you're running a small to medium business as a builder, renovator, or tiler... Beaumont Tiles wants to help you out. Just head to iCanWin.com.au and you can win a $25,000 advertising package to promote and grow your business. Good show tonight. We spoke uh, briefly about the camp. We talked about Isaac Rankin and um, and we had a nice interview with Jacob Surgeon. And Dougie, we're going to do it again tomorrow between 6 and 7. Have Looking a good forward night. to it, David. See ya. Sports Day for Kia's EV6 and Sportage, Cars of the Year and Lumo Lumo SA. SA. Aussie-owned, made for South Australia. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.